Hi guys, welcome back to, um, I think this is episode 6, I'm not sure, I think we need to start counting because it's getting too much, but yeah, welcome back to the show. Um, on this episode we have a, like a huge guest, um, she's like, you know, one of the biggest artists we have in <laughs> in Canada, or say in Toronto, slash Canada, slash Ottawa, slash everywhere in this end, Shah. But yeah, she's really huge. She just released like um, an EP. It's doing good. I like like every single song. Um, yeah, it would be cool to have her like discuss with us about her song and her craft and how she started and why she's doing what she's doing later on. But like, I'll just, you know, explain a few things before I get that on. Um, so, you know, I promised you guys that I was going to bring like a co-host <laughs> for this episode but unfortunately she um you know backed out due to i don't know mother nature or something she's not so she's not feeling so well today but hopefully the next episode she will be here and you know it will be more interesting but yeah um aside from that yeah i think i think it's time i think we've been consistent because we we promise to be more consistent like with more episodes every week and I think we've done that for like the past two weeks. So hopefully we keep doing that going forward. We just need your support. The more um, listens we get, the more downloads we get. It gives us more like ginger to record more. Also helps us with like, you know, inviting more guests. And, you know, hopefully, you know, start getting more people. But yeah, let me not waste you guys time. Let's get our, let's get our guest on the episode. Um, let me just uh, welcome her in. How far, Nima? How is everything going? How was your week? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, your name, Nima, how did it all come about? Like, it's really, I won't say it's strange, but like hearing it for the first time is like, okay, what is Nima? Like, what is N-Y-M-A? Like, there's no Y in Yoruba. And I know you're there, there not Yoruba. I don't think there's Y in Igbo. I don't know. So, like, where does the Y come from? Are you, like, Hausa or, like, where are you from? No. <laughs> so, I'm Igbo. Okay. A lot of people think I'm Yoruba. Yeah, you, you look Yoruba, like mad. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the name, my real name is actually Olivia. Okay. No. Um, so, when I started my journey as an artist, mm -hmm. I was going by Olivia. And I just felt like there's way too many Olivias. When I dropped my first single, it was just a sea okay. of different Olivias and nobody could find my music. Mm. So I was like, okay, let me try and change my name. So I combined my two middle names and me and my friends sat down and we just thought of different combinations with my middle names. Mm -hmm. And that's how Nima came about. Okay. But then the reason why I chose that combination is because of the meaning behind it mm -hmm. and it means blessing and i just feel like that's what i want to do what i want to be to the industry mm. so. i like that i like that that's that's really cool so like when did you start singing and like everyone's story is oh i started in choir i started like singing in my mommy's womb you know i started all these people always have <laughs> one similar story shot it's just like three stories but i'm sure yours might be similar but let's hear you from you first when did you, when did you start singing and how did it start i'm sorry but mine is similar it's choir <laughs> it's not <laughs> well okay my there's kind of a funny twist to it because okay. i didn't sing i didn't 
embrace my singing gift when I was little, like under the age of maybe five, mm -hmm. because I was very shy. But my sister used to sing in church. She used to like take the lead roles and mm -hmm. like, I would just be in the background because all the children were singing. Mm -hmm. And then I guess, I don't know who discovered if it was my grandma or my sister, but they started forcing me to come to the forefront. Mm -hmm. And like, at first when I started singing, I would, in front of people, I would back everybody. Mm -hmm. And then I would sing. And so that's kind of where it started and like where my confidence, I guess, started building. So I started singing in church, started leading worship. Um, and then when I got to high school, that's when my mom started putting me in like talent development um, shows and competitions. And that's where it started. So I would say, we would say church, we would say church and talent shows and competitions and everything together. You know. But when did you like start? It kind of shaped me, yeah. Yeah. When did you start like taking music seriously? Like, when did you realize like, yeah, I could sing for people to hear and they'll pay me money. Like, when did that thought come to you? <laughs> mm, honestly, that probably came to me back in high school. Mm. In high school, like maybe grade eight, mm -hmm. when I was doing those talent competitions mm -hmm. and I realized, okay, actually I have a gift, you know, like I could take this further. Um, but where I actually started taking Afrobeat seriously mm. was second year of university and like that was just random because I always used to listen to Afrobeats and enjoy Afrobeats but I always sang R&B I always identified as an R&B I used to sing ballads and stuff like that okay so yeah I like that I like that makes sense but for me uh, like um when I listen to your sound, I hear a lot of um, mm. like inspirations from you know so many places, and he always like hits me like, did she like was was she listening to uh, maybe Tenny or Tenny's sister? What's her name again? Um, she, she has any Niniola. I was just like, I can't do this. Like I can't do this to make money. I already have this voice. Like, I can't. This is we have like the same texture of sound, so I think I should just start recording my own. And I also like see you doing like a, a lot of like Instagram, like live recordings or I would say um, like covers and all that. And I feel like I thought that at first because I don't really know you as much. So I, I, I thought that maybe like that was what like inspired you. Like, well, like I'm doing all these covers. So let me just start recording my own stuff. You know, people do that. They start off like making covers and then they say, well, I can do mine. And then they, you know. So like the mm -hmm. covers, what was the idea behind that? Because I know that David do like recognized you at some point. So um, when did you start making covers? What was your first cover that you made, and how did you feel when David recognized his cover? <laughs> so mm, the covers actually started when the pandemic started. Mm, okay. Um, and Davido didn't repost me till November, I think. Okay. So what actually inspired the covers was I came back from uni. And I was trying to teach myself how to record myself because it was a pandemic and nobody was really open like that. True. So I started doing just covers to keep on my laptop, not to <laughs> share or anything. And then one day I recorded um, Sumami and I really liked it. And I was like, okay, what if I just put my face in it, whatever, and just post it, whatever. I'm not even expecting anything and people really loved it. So oh, that's cool. I just kept going. <laughs> That's really cool. 
Okay, let's let's um, you know, I think we've spoken about like your like how you started the name. Oh, wait, I didn't brand. answer your question. <laughs> oh, what's my question? You asked me, you asked me, um, how did I feel when David O. Oh yeah, yeah. How did how did you feel? <laughs> um, I was not expecting that at all. Oh mm. my goodness! Like for him to see, like my cover i was not expecting it i posted it the day before at midnight like so i was i was like no one's even gonna see it i'll just post it mm-hmm. and then people started tagging and tagging and tagging him and then in the morning i woke up and i saw like i was watching my phone live and i saw davido crazy comments and i'm like whoa that's a fake account <laughs> that's fake <laughs> and then i went to my comments and i saw his verified and whatever and then I saw he po- him post it, and I was just in awe. I was just screaming. Yeah, I ran to my sister's room. <laughs> like, how did you feel having? I think you had like a thousand comments or so. Like, how does it feel to be to be famous for like you know for like two hours? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't call it famous, but the attention was crazy, and like the kind words people were speaking, and just like ah, Davido's fan base, they're. They're yeah, actually they're really die nice hard. people. Those guys are die hard, man. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, that's cool. I felt that's really cool. good. I was really, like, when I saw it, I was like, wow, this is this is crazy. That was really it was cool. very crazy. So, yeah, let's talk about your EP. Um, I know, mm-hmm. like, you released a track before your EP. It was, like, Tomorrow Morning. And that track was, like, there for maybe, like, a year or two years. And then you just decided to release your EP, like, this year. So, be, be, between Tomorrow Morning and the EP that you just dropped, why why did it take so long um what was going on through that whole short or long time frame um, why exactly were you, was your mind frame like that were you like in school were you like getting a job were you just doing something else and then remember that shit i can sing let me go back i think oh, what was going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um it wasn't my plan to do to even put out that single mm-hmm. to be honest it was just my plan to do covers and keep up the momentum mm-hmm. build my fan base and then maybe start dropping singles like it wasn't my plan at all but then um i had some people come into my life and they're like encouraging me to do a single that's where tomorrow morning hey, hey, came up. about like what do you mean are you saying that there was a man that came into your life? No, no, oh no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just people who wanted to, uh, who saw that in my future, like putting out a single and like taking it like that. But left to me, I was just gonna keep doing covers. Mm. So I put out Tomorrow Morning. Long story short, it didn't work out the way I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Not in terms of like streams or anything like that, but like all the behind the scenes. Um, was it really working out? So I continued doing covers. And then I think, yeah, so like I did a cover to Money No Day Lagos. Oh, yeah, that I time. remember. Yeah, and then he commented and he was like, oh, I owe you a verse. Ooh. And I was like, okay, let me message this guy, see if he's serious. <laughs> he answered and he was like, yeah, like, you know, about giving me a verse. So I was like, okay, if he's going to give me a verse, I'll just do a whole EP. Because why just put out one song when I can I have all this music I can put forth and kind of use that to push it forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I didn't, that didn't work out in a timely manner. 
but I was like, I already have this whole project, and I think it's really amazing, and so I put out my EP. So what made it not work out? Like, did he just say, ah, oh, I'm not giving you this verse anymore? Or did he give the verse and you didn't like the verse? Or what happened? Uh, no, I think it's just mm, time, and it just, like, time-wise did not work out. Okay. But, like, we're still in contact and stuff like that, but it didn't work out for the EP. And mm, Makes sense. Makes sense. So, were you born in Canada or, like, were you, like, born in Nigeria, then you moved to Canada, or how did you go about with you? Because a lot of us were, like, born in Nigeria. I was born in Canada. Oh, that's cool. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Um, are you done with uni? It's working, school, what's, what's going on at the moment? Or are you just like full-time music? Uh, I finished uni last year, oh, April, cool. and I'm working now. That's good. So what are you doing? I'm a nurse. Mm. <laughs> you people that are collecting our money. Yeah, you people are collecting our money, <laughs> our tax dollars. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask a question about being a nurse. Um, and it wasn't even like to you, it was just a random question. Um, how is it like working long hours and how was the whole COVID period for you guys? Mm, honestly, I prefer the long hours because then I get to work less. And then in terms of like the COVID period, I only started working during COVID, so I don't have anything to compare it to. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely say like the uncertainty sometimes of like, what you're dealing with and like sometimes people come in and i don't know if you saw the list of symptoms and whatever for covid yeah but it was literally Everything. almost every single yeah. symptom Just being alive so is a every symptom. <laughs> like <laughs> so anybody who you're you talk to could have it and just that uncertainty that's the only thing that really worried me but other than that it was fine okay that's cool that's really cool i've, I've always like envied nurses because, uh, like, I don't know, when I was younger, I just never, like, really went to hospital a lot. But, like, anytime I went there, doctors in Nigeria were always very mean. And, like, nurses were, like, the cool people. They always give me, like, candy. You know, they don't give me injection. Or they give me injection and I don't even know I've gotten it. You know, that kind of stuff. They're just tricky. <laughs> but doctors make sure that you know. Like, they're like, come and sit down here. We're going to trick you. Yeah. No, no, no. You're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Uh, do you like give people injections like or you just like you know help them after like take care of them you know, stuff like that or you are the one that is tricking I, them i'm the one that's tricking them usually because of where i work <laughs> i work in i'm not evil but it's my job okay. i work in the emergency department so oh, like blood and just Basically everything under the sun. Uh, that's true. So you see blood regularly. Oh, that's scary. I don't regularly. like blood. That's why I didn't do medicine because I'm af- I'm afraid of blood. Like the whole thought of seeing inside of someone, <laughs> I can't faint. <laughs> I may <even> like. <laughs> I would not see that. I'll just pass out. Yeah, I'll pass out straight. Like growing Jeez. up in Nige, I've seen a, a lot of accidents like on the road, and like it stays there for a while before like any emergency vehicle comes. So like yeah, I've seen crazy things, and I always like want to puke immediately. I'm like. What so that guy's leg just bent like that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you get you get used to it. <laughs> you get used to it. 
okay. the first person I had that I took blood from and they passed out I was so scared I was like calling the doctors I was like oh my god what's happening what's happening and they're like oh no it's fine <laughs> but I was literally freaking out okay. but it's normal um, we're going to do <laughs> like uh, a short quiz now um, as we've been doing okay. for the past three episodes um, okay. I hope you're ready it's not hard to be fair trust me it's not hard but yeah let's see how it goes it's a quiz i got from pulse i just googled it like maybe 30 minutes ago so yeah it's not like <laughs> i took time to like read it up or anything but yeah, just let me know when you can see it on your screen. so even you don't know the answers no i don't know like, okay. but like you are the one answering them i'm just going to be clicking yeah, them on yeah, my yeah. end so it's fine okay can you see them? Can you see your screen? Can you see my screen? Sorry. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Okay. So the first question we have here answer. is, when was Small Doctor's penalty released? We have options 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019. I have no idea, so I'm just going to go with my gut. I'd say 2017. <sighs> hmm. I'm sure it's wrong, <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely sure it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was wrong. I was, uh, <laughs> I was yeah. close. I was close. Yeah, you're actually close. But, but the reason why I know it was wrong, it's not like I know the answer, but it's because I graduated from uni in 2017. And... Um, the song was already playing before then, so I just, you know, I just thought it was maybe 2016. Oh, so. okay. like a very I, special year to me because of you know. Because yeah. Yeah. Um. Next okay. question is who was featured on Two Babas Amaka? As, Amaka disappoints me. That's Peruzzi. So the option Thank is Peruzzi, Hinasit, Starboy Terry, Peruzzi and Hinasit. Who is that? Hyacinth. Hyacinth? I don't know who that is, but I know it's Hyacinth. <laughs> so, is it Peruzzi and Hyacinth or just Hyacinth? No, Peruzzi. Just, just Are you sure? Peruzzi. Are you sure? Going once? I'm sure. Twice? Don't try and trick me. Okay. Yeah, correct. So, yeah, we have one okay. out of two. Um, when was Whiskey's Soccer released? Um, 2017, 2018, 2016, 2019. Let me give you a small drum roll. What are you thinking? I don't know. 2018? Yeah. 2018? Stick with that answer. Going once? Yes. Going twice? That's my final answer. Correct. That's cool. That's really cool. I didn't know. I would have gone with 2016. That was my first guess, but I was like, no, that's way too early. That was like my ultimate guess. Um, Next we have the party banger, Nobody, is owned by Joe Boy, Mr. Easy, DJ Neptune, or none of the above. I know everybody in the song that was listed. Are you sure? It's owned by him, right? I'm sure it's like, not Mr. Easy. The other two are on. They're on it. No, it's DJ Neptune's song. Okay, let's go. You're just trying to put salt in my. In your Gary. 
Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, you say you're correct. Uh, it featured hey. Mr. Easy and Joe Boy. I think this is the last one. Okay, we have two more. So Patti Scatter is a song that has literally been scattering Nigeria. Who's who sang the song? Joe Boy, Oxlade, Fireboy, or Rama? I think it's Rama. Fireboy. How is he? It's Fireboy. Fireboy. Fire like Patti Scatter. Fireboy. Okay, okay, let's go with Fireboy. <laughs> yeah, correct, yeah, correct. Don't you remember correct. they put it on FIFA or something? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to like you know tick you off the right answer. But yeah, um, Gongwaso by Nice is an evergreen party song. <sighs> when did this song come out? This one, Remy will get this one. Like, should we even stress? But yeah, let's see. I should definitely <laughs> know the answer, but 2006. The, 2006. the options are 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009 for Gongwaso. 2006. 2006. Final answer. Definitely wrong. It's 20, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> so you missed two that's... out of like six or so. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Like above average. So yeah, way better than our previous guest, by the way. Like people just used to come really? here. Really? <laughs> Why is the was long ago? Okay, we have like four more to go. Um, okay. Killing them by Bernard Boy and Zlatan has been lighting up parties since when? Twenty eighteen. Okay. Another wrong answer, by the way. <gasps> <laughs> Davido's if was released when? Twenty fifteen. All these dates. Twenty seventeen. Well, like you're a music, you're a musician now. These are the questions that I like, you should know. I don't timeline. I appreciate the art. I don't remember. Oh, twenty seven. Oh, June twenty seventh, nineteen. This this song came no, out. Nobody's asking you for that. June or April. But I was asking you for the year. Okay, this. If was released when this if was actually like, this one is easy now. Nah, this one is easy. Okay, I was still in Barry. Okay, um, 2017. 2017? Yeah. Correct. Wait, cool. wait. Oh, okay. Correct. You tried. <laughs> That's cool. You, like, the whole idea is using something to remember when that song was released. Like, obviously, nobody keeps the dates. But when the song plays, mm-hmm. you remember a, a particular thing you were doing at that moment. And then it reminds you yeah. of the time that the song... Like, when I was like, oh, I was in uni... And that's how I know that this song came out this time, you know. Like that's just the idea. Bumper to bumper is an example. Has always been a wild party song. When did one co release this jam? Did you know do you know this? Okay, song? the thing is, anything before twenty sixteen, I don't know timelines. I can't remember. Okay, okay. Well this one, but I'll guess this I'll one. Guess. I can guess it. So like if I collect the L's okay. on me. Okay. I think it's 2007. <laughs> I think it's 2009. No, I think it's 2007 or 2008, but let's go. Ah, <laughs> collect your L. That's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's actually... Isn't that wrong, though? That's how you should have done your research. Might be wrong, though. Might be wrong, though. But anyhow, shall all over by Tiwa Savage was released when? Twenty sixteen, for sure. 
Yeah. Because I remember dancing to that song in grade 12. Yes. So we got five. Oh, yeah, it's 2018. Ah. How anyway. can? That's wrong. Yeah, no, it's correct. There's no way it was 2016. There's no really? way. 2016, all over. All over. All I thought over. I remembered. It's really Yeah, I thought I... Uh, that's too recent. Now. That was like after soccer or so. Anyways. Oh, um, okay. That's Wandico one. Well, I'm going to check it yeah. out because it, it can't be possible. Wandico 2009, nah. Doesn't make any sense. What was it doing in 2009? 2009 was when just, Whiskey was doing all those things. I don't think Wandico did that. But yeah, anyhow, sure. You just have to hold your L, that's all. It's fine. It's, fine. <laughs> it's, fine. it's okay. So you got like, um, you got four out of nine and I got zero out of one. So it's cool. Okay. Thank you. No, <laughs> I got five out of nine. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, that's true. You got five out of nine. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, your, your mass is actually sharp, too. That's cool. That's really cool. Like, a lot of... I, I don't want to, like, speak down women or females, but they don't really... There's very few that you see girls that, like, love math or do simple math in there. They always carry calculator, like, ah, for five plus five. Like, oh, always calculator? Like, uh, it's just... Yeah, it's literally math, just five plus head. five. For real? <laughs> Should I quiz yeah. you on math from my own head? Quick math, nothing hard. Please, okay, let's see. Um, seventeen plus twelve. Twenty-nine. Um, seventeen plus seventeen. Twenty-four. Or sorry, thirty-four. Thirty-four. Okay, thirty-four plus forty-eight. Thirty-four plus forty-eight. Eighty-two. Okay. Yeah, your, uh, your boss is strong. You're, you're answering them in like five seconds. So that's cool. I don't want to go farther because me, I don't know much too, so. <laughs> For asking a question that I don't know the answer to. That would be, that would be crazy. But yeah, let's, let's now go to your EP. We're going to go through every single track on the EP. So you're going to just like tell us what inspired like each track and all that and all that and all that. So we're going okay. to start with the first one, Abini B. I played it when I was in shots today, you know, just to vibe. I, I do that when I'm in shots sometimes, just play some cool music. Wait, wait, before we go into this, um, let's talk about Tome or Tome. Do you ever think that you're going to like, or are you, is is there any plans to work with her for like any track? Because like both of you are like, I would say, the only female um, African Canadian artist at the moment that is doing like a lot. There, there might there might be some that we don't know about, um, but at the moment they are like you you guys are like the only ones that we know about. So are you, is there anything like you think could happen soon, or is there any plans already happening? with you and Tommy? Um, so me and Tommy have actually never connected. Oh. I just, yeah, I, I think it's just, I guess the universe is moving that way, but mm. we, I would definitely be down to connect with her. She's super talented. Yeah, she is. Um, that her album that she put out was amazing. That's true. But hopefully in the near future, yeah. Mm. Hopefully. Okay, so now let's jump into it. So Abini B, I don't know if you guys have heard it. I'll try to edit like a few bits and pieces into the like final recording so you guys can like hear the song. But yeah, Abini B, what inspired the song? Like how was the whole recording process? Who wrote the song? Just tell us about the song. Um, okay, so 
Abinibi. So, me and my friend, I don't know if you guys know Arif. Yeah, I know him, I know him. Arif. Arif is like an old soul. We always talk about things, and he's the one that teaches me all the Yoruba, you know? Like, he'll just randomly be teaching sense. me, teaching me. So, I forget one day, a long time ago, he taught me Abinibi Atosiability, and that's where that song came from. Because mm-hmm. I always had it in the back of my head. But then, um, YNL, my friend that produced it, he sent me a whole bunch of beats, and there was just something different about this one and the way. Because it's not an Afrobeats beat. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. more. Yeah. And so I just went with the whole Abini Biato Severity vibe with it, and it just took. So <laughs> there's really nothing deep. Yeah, because, like, I was listening <laughs> to the lyrics, and I was like, well. I know the saying, because it's, it's a saying, it's a Yoruba saying. My Yoruba is not great. My Yoruba is actually the worst. But I understand yeah. Yoruba. Like, I can't speak it, but I understand it. So I know the saying. Yeah. And I know I've heard it, like, from, like, different artists. Like, Nice has used it a lot. And all those kind of things. Oh, Iman just joined us. I think he wants to just say hi. But I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah. Hi. Oh, yeah, Iman just joined. <laughs> you can talk, if you want to talk. Like, you don't need to be on mute. You can just say hi. You can hop off. Hi, Nima. Hi, Iman. Alpha, how are you? I'm fine, though. Drew, can I ask a question? No pee, no pee. Go on. Nima, when are we expecting the next yeah. video for your EPO? Ah, very soon, very soon, very soon. Very yes. soon. I guess they are better. I bet me too. I bet go. I go do video. I go do video. I be now. We go just do the dance for back. They do like this, you know. They shake body, small, small. Don't call me. Send me your invite. All right now. Thank you. No pee. Drive safe. Wait, are you in Niagara? I saw one picture of you in Niagara filling up gas. I'm back. I'm back in the city now. Don't. I know you missed me. It's okay. Guy, I don't miss you. What the fuck? This <laughs> guy, go home. Guy, X this thing. Bye. Alright, right, now. You too. So, yeah, um, what was I even saying? Okay, yeah, I've been So, yeah, I've heard the saying, and I liked, like, the saying when I heard it in the song. I was shocked to hear it as, as, as the intro. And then I, I liked the way the, the song was introduced. I don't know whose voice that was. Who was that, like, that did the whole intro at the end? Or was it at the beginning? There was, like, a guy that was talking, that was speaking your well. That's Jerry Clef Adam. Oh, my God. Jerry Clef. He's a Lamba. He's a Lamba hype oh, man. Oh, okay, okay. In Nigeria. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt right to have someone do mm-hmm. some Lamba on the, back, on okay. the end of it. That's cool. Okay, let's go to the next track. Um, no matter. So, what inspired the track? How is it? And um, like, who wrote the song? Do you have like writers for you, or you just write everything yourself? And like, you know, just tell us about the track. Uh, okay. So, I don't have writers. I write all my songs. But mm-hmm. yeah. So, no matter. I think I was actually in a period. Yeah, I had a. Yeah, I was in love. I had a crush on somebody. And I... Oh, <laughs> that's cute. That inspired No Matter. It was just kind of like... Just kind of that, like, love where you're in a trance kind of thing. Like, that's not actually what was happening. 
But like as a writer, sometimes I exaggerate the actual situation. So what I was going for was like a love that's just like with it just knows no bounds kind of thing. And mm. that vibe like where like husband vibe kind of thing like give me breakfast in bed that kind of thing you know what I like when I come back home because you know me like no matter you're always there for me stuff like that that kind of inspired that vibe inspired the song okay I like that but I really have to give it to Omar because he sent me the beat I don't even think (laughs) I don't even think he sent the beat for me (laughs) he just sent me a bunch of beats and I just recorded on it and sent it back mm-hmm. to him. And he was like, oh my God, like the beat wasn't even done, stuff like that. So then he finished it and yeah, it became that yeah, cool. cool. And then you, <laughs> you know, you cued the track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then let's go to the next one. Okay. No Delay. Um, what inspired the name No Delay? Is it also a guy? Uh, love. This one is fake, I can't lie. <laughs> it's, <laughs> ma- it's imaginative. So, this was actually the first song I actually wrote when the pandemic started and, like, recorded myself. And it was actually a complete song. Um, and so, what inspired it? It was just me in my imagination again, like imagining this kind of like old school love and just that love that doesn't really exist that people don't really think exists mm-hmm. these days high school musical kind of but an afro beats yeah. an afro beats take on high school musical <laughs> yeah. yeah that's cool that's cool um the next one we have is Oh Mama featuring Trud. Mm-hmm. I know Trud is Dagreen's like junior brother. Yeah. So how we, by the way, how did our whole like link up happen? Uh, we have a Trud. we have a mutual friend, uh, and so we got introduced to each other a long time ago, actually, like maybe four years that we got introduced, and it's just now that we've actually got to do a song together. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I, I liked his verse. Like my mom even likes the verse. Really? By the way, my mom. Yeah, remember my, my mom helped you with my your album rapper. Yeah, I was actually shocked to see that that was the picture that you chose. I was like, that's cool. Like she she feels like she's part of something huge. Oh. Yeah, but she feels like it's something really big. Because I showed her the picture of like uh, you know when you posted on like on like a billboard. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really close to my house in Lagos. Really? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, no cop. It's really close. So, like, for her, it was, like, huge. I'm like, no, it's not that huge. Relax. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your mom is so sweet. Oh, I love that. Yeah, she's, she's like that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the Trud's... Uh, yeah, I think I asked you already about Trud. Um, let's go to the next one. So, that's Oi by Nima. This was, I think this is my favorite track. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to hear me sing it, but this is my favorite track. Um, sing it, let me hear. Ha. No, 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 <laughs> I beg, I beg. You don't want to hear it. Do you want to sing it? You, you can give us like 10 seconds of like the chorus. <laughs> or, you know, I know that your mic is not here, but you can still, you know, give us some vibes. I mean, Oiga, 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 Tomo. Oh, you got to know. 
Wow, that was actually <laughs> shocking. <laughs> I don't want to say it's funny. It's, uh, I, I can't explain why I said wow. It's, it's not even like the fact that you sang. Is you know when uh, I don't know if you feel this way, yeah, but like when you see someone like that's creative or like talented, you know, and you've seen them like you've heard their song, you've seen that you watch their music video, you've seen all these things. It's just like well, okay, it's just normal. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you actually see them do it, like the the act of doing it, is a bit shocking. Like wait, so it's just it's just that easy. <laughs> That's how the person is to bring it out from their throat like that. You know, it's so hard. If you hear me sing, you know what I'm saying. What I'm saying, like it's so hard for me to like be on key at all. Like it's just crazy. But yeah, that was really good. That was really really good. Oh, thank you. Would you sing? You should be singing birthday songs for people like um like uh, you know those people that look like socks. Oh, that'd be cool, actually. Sax for you and waking up. We could just, like, do a birthday song. Like, we just invite you to just sing, like, a birthday song. That'd be cool. That's a, that's a, that's a cool gig. That is could, a you cool could just charge in, like, 100, 200, and go home. Just sing happy birthday. That's actually a yeah. very cool gig. <laughs> yeah, you have the voice. And, like, from what I saw, like, it didn't really stress you to, like, bring out voices people that can't sing but like they have to close their eyes you know squeeze their head all this thing just to get their <laughs> voice out you also just like yeah i can't sing anytime that's cool that's really cool Thank i you. like that then um the next one was echo mm. echo mm. is that about lagos echo is yeah like the story ended up being about lagos but when mm-hmm. I first started writing it, the idea I was going by was basically just like, I don't want stress, period. And so I just felt like it could, in the time that I wrote it, it could relate the most to like mm-hmm. my fan base, which is mostly people in Lagos because they were going through a lot at that time and I just felt like this is a carefree vibe and like it can encourage them to just know their worth and just know that they don't have to be stressed out by anybody and just keep moving keep pushing and stuff like that that's really what it was about that's okay that's cool I like that I really like like the song um speaking about your I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Is it Enrique or Enrique? Enrique, yeah. I know he's like from Benin and like he's Yoruba at the same time. You know, when we're doing the photo shoot and all, he was talking about, I was talking about, I was talking about like performing live. I think, I don't know, just like a, like a show, like a concert or whatever. Have you guys planned anything about like? You know, things are opening back up soon, or they're already opening back up. Are you thinking about, like, doing a show, like an EP listening? Because there wasn't any listening. It was just, I don't know, it was probably just online. Like a physical listening, party, you know, going somewhere and just letting people hear you live and stuff. That would be really cool. Um, are you thinking about it? So, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Shit. Um, I haven't thought about doing it, actually now because i just felt like you know it's too late but i mean now that you're saying it i actually might look into it but i have a couple you know live 
performances that I'll be doing soon. But like a personal listening party, maybe that is something that I'll probably do. Um, maybe when I have another song or something fresh. Um, mm-hmm. Who knows? That'd be but, cool. Yeah. Like I'm, you don't need to sing um, the latest songs or whatever. You could just do like. You could just name the show um, Welcome to Neymar's World or something random. Yeah. And then people that, you know, want to come. And it doesn't need to be a big show. It could just be a show of, like, 100 people. Mm-hmm. And it'll come. You have, like, good as- um, aesthetics. Just the aesthetics that you like. You know, like, I know your aesthetics is, like, homely. Yeah. You know, like, African-type vibe. And then you just do it that whole way. You know the way cavemen do their shit? Like, cavemen have, like, a specific audience. And they don't really like to sell out like stadiums or auditoriums just do one small thing in one corner people will come and listen to their new track uh, or like their old track whatever and you just go yeah, I think that would be cool I think we should infuse that more into what we are doing as um, as Afro musicians here in Canada definitely you know, Canadians like music they like live music for sure, yeah. for sure. I def- actually now that you're saying thank you for saying it <laughs> yeah it makes sense yeah it does make a lot of sense it really makes sense because I like live music I think everyone likes live music. Have you been reached out to to like open up for anyone? Like, um, not yet. <laughs> not hopefully, yet. Hopefully, don't worry. Whiskey is coming, so maybe whiskey will buzz you. Uh, oh my yeah, god! You have to use your DVD <laughs> link well, so that when DVD is coming, you just be like, "Oh god, I did, I did Toronto too. I did sing. Oh I feel open up. You know, no, oh, uh, just give me three minutes. Man, I just drop two, one or two. That would literally. I'm sure he wouldn't say no, like. He can't say no because he clearly likes your craft. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, he think comes he here no? soon. Oh, I don't think he'd be the one yeah, that I think answers. He's back. I can't just call him. <laughs> no, like DM him or something. So, if I'm in, if I'm in that, if I'm in your shoes, what I'll do is I would go to his page yeah. where he like reposted me, yeah. and I'll forward that to his DM, and I'll write my message on that. I'm like, yo, I'm you reposted me, but well, this is what I want. <laughs> You've done it. I've done it. <laughs> Shit. I didn't reply. <laughs> okay, then you do that and you send it to what's his uh, manager's name again? Uh, Asa. Asa Sika. Asa will definitely see it. That's true. Asa should true. see it. Or Bizu or someone that like can like, you know. Yeah. If you want to do it, it's not, I'm sure it's not it's hard. Not or like the promoter of the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> be hard. I think there's one more track. I think he's... Um, Kutukwahu. And that's, um, I think that's a huge reference to Gongwaso. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You even said it, you even said Gongwaso, Kutukwahu. You said it in, in, in the track. Yeah. And then we had a question in our quiz on Gongwaso yeah, that you like, missed. This, that's, what I was... that's actually sad, though. Like I said, I think Nice needs to call you up and, you know, shout out to you small. <laughs> That's like literally my childhood, and I feel like my childhood. I don't remember times. I just remember it as a whole kind of thing. I remember the transition. I don't remember the timelines, but no, nah, it's fine. It's fine. It's <laughs> cool. So that song, like, what, what what inspired it, and like, um, how was the whole process of recording that one? Um, so the hook actually, uh, it didn't come till after that. It didn't come till after. It it just started off as like an ode to just... It's more of like a dream that I'm mm. picturing out in the, in the lyrics. 
So like when I'm saying, okay. oh, I'll show up in the latest Bentley and stuff, it sounds cocky, but it's not me now. It's me like looking into the future and like maybe this is what will happen for me if I keep working hard and that kind of thing. Okay. Now I want to go back to this random question. Okay. So um, you told me in the beginning of this part that you're Igbo, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it's only only oh, that yeah. has anything to do with Igbo <laughs> in this whole album. Yeah. So an Igbo girl has tracks, four tracks that are named Yoruba words. There's Abinibi, there's o- there's I'm um, sorry, there's Abinibi, there's Echo, and there's Kotopao. So that's three tracks that have Yoruba, and there's like two other ones that are just regular English, no matter, no delay, yeah. oh mama. And then there's Oi. So you're representing Yoruba, like why? Is there any reason why? I'm or do not... you think, wait, chill. I'm, I'm going somewhere with this <laughs> okay. question. I know what I'm saying, chill. Okay. Like, do you think, like in the general African, Afro music scene at the moment, people tap off Yoruba to sell more? Or people use Yoruba as a point of contact or a point of reach? Because Yoruba is like really what, defines Afrobeat? Um, I personally wouldn't say that... Like, maybe it defines Afrobeat now because that's what a lot of people are using to sing in songs. But I also mm-hmm. genuinely think that it's an easier language to incorporate into music. Like, all like people like Fino, I don't know how... Into Afrobeat. Into Afrobeat. Because I think Yoruba is Afro music. To be fair, for me, Yoruba has a huge part to play. Yeah. Because I think I'm the perfect example to tell you why that why I said that is because I don't mm-hmm. speak Igbo. My parents did not... They did not teach me Igbo. I don't speak mm-hmm. Yoruba. I don't speak any mm-hmm. other African language. But... I decided, okay, I want to learn something. I started trying to learn Igbo. That, it was so hard. So, exactly. (laughs) So, I started learning Yoruba, and it's definitely so much easier. And that's why I've been able to have, like, four songs on my EP with that in there. Because it's just easier for me. But my music represents Africa as a whole. Not Yoruba or Igbo or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, if you think about it, yeah, the biggest track last year, like, African, or I say, let's say Nigerian track last year was KPK, Kopoke. I'll say one of the biggest. And even Loading, all, all of them, all of them, anyone you can think about, it's all Yoruba, yeah. like, very Yoruba. Yeah. Like, in KPK, there's no even English, there's no English word. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone knows the song often, like, even Hausa guys, even Igbo guys, you know, and they take that as, oh, this is Afrobeat to the world. It's like Yoruba to the world, to be fair. I don't know, but that's how I say it sometimes. Like, it, it, it kind of annoys me because um, just one language. Mm-hmm is now, like, what they claim as Nigerian music. Yeah. And overall, is what they claim as African music. So imagine being from Kenya, and you're just chilling. You don't even know anything about Yoruba house or anything. And you're just hearing one guy telling you the biggest song in Africa is KPK. And you're like, I don't even know what the fuck they're saying there. <laughs> and like, that's, 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 that's like, it's somehow, it's like just neglecting so many languages, so many ethnic groups, so many like countries, and you're just like only, only saying you're about just because everyone is playing it. I don't know, it's just weird to think about. It's not like but, they did you know it on purpose, yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's not like they did it on yeah. purpose, though. It's just how the language is. And like, I feel like you're about you guys have so many small, small words that like 
have meaning, mm-hmm. but it's not really a word. And I feel True. like that's what Gosh, makes that's it so true. easy for you guys to be spiritual <laughs> with your music. And yeah, yeah, I don't. I think that's why. Yeah, there's some things that just sound better said in Yoruba than so. in any other language. There's, like this Gongwa Sokutuwa, you can't translate it to. Yeah, you can't really translate and it. Make it. Sense. Yeah, <laughs> it just feels better. And that's the thing. <laughs> I, mean, I think like Igbo, Igbo is a really good language for like love songs and stuff. True. Yeah. Because it's cool, yeah. deep. Igbo is deep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They, they they know how to describe things yeah. when you're like in depth. Your body doesn't. And when you're singing Coco, okay, you don't want, you're not describing anything. It just you yeah, know. it's just vibes. <laughs> yeah, it's just literally vibes. Even the word Coco, okay, those three words are actually not your words. They are your bad slangs. See? Yes. It's literally <laughs> slang. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I think we're done with the EP. Um, we're done with all the tracks, and um, I'm sure that any listener that's listening to this episode would have, you know, gotten like a brief understanding of the whole EP, and they'll probably listen to it more just because you've explained, you know, each and every track and what inspired them and how it all came about. But yeah, that's really cool. Your album arts, I like the album arts. What inspired the yeah, album arts? Yeah. What inspired it? We mm, so the album art, I. Okay, so the title of my EP is Truly Nima. And mm-hmm. I just... Because it's Truly Nima, and that's like kind of encompassing everything about me as an artist, I just wanted the cover to represent freedom mm. and like freedom of expression. So that's why I used the butterflies. And then obviously mm-hmm. Remy, she helped bring that vision to life by like with the background and just also encompassing that like melanin aspect as well and yeah yeah, we kind of just went with it and then arts by jackson finished it off oh yeah that's cool um i have a question this is what i ask everyone that comes on the episode i'm sorry i have to write this down because it's like the most important part for us (laughs) listeners (laughs) so we have like a list we ask uh like people of like oh What's your top five? What's your this? What's your that? But on Afro Exposure, we always ask our uh, guests, um, what's your Mount Rushmore for Afro music, like, all time? So it, this, as I said, is not Nigerian-centric. It's everything African. I don't know if you listen to Ghanaian music, if you listen to South African music, whatever. But of all time, who would you put, like, on your Mount Rushmore? Okay. So history is not my subject. So Mount Rushmore is. <laughs> oh yeah, Mount Rushmore is the mountain that has um you know the four greatest presidents of America. Yeah. Yeah. So like for Afro exposure, we like just put four greatest artists of all time type thing. Are ah, you putting me on the spot? No, this is not... No, this, that's what I'm saying. It's personal. <laughs> it's not what you think is the greatest, greatest, or who, to you personally, is your own greatest. Like, Iman's episode was actually crazy because he's, he's number four. or Because it's <laughs> he's, he's, he's actually not even chronological, but the person that he listed for it was him, himself. Okay. Like, so, yeah, literally... So, it could just be anything. Okay. No, I have to think a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Greatest. And you said Afro... African? Yeah, yeah, yeah. African. Okay, so I have to say Wizkid first. Oh, 
I should wait for the drama. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I have to say no, WizKid first. And I'll okay. admit, I was not a WizKid fanatic. Like, I was just kind of like, you know, WizKid makes great music, whatever. But over the past couple of months, I've admired, started to really admire his work and his his craftsmanship. And, like, this past album that he's done has been able to penetrate outside of Africa. And I feel like that's why I would put him on my Mount Rushmore. Mm. Yeah, I feel... I, I don't think there's any list that's, or any guest that's come that doesn't have whiskey on their list. <laughs> it's yeah. actually crazy. He's the most consistent guy. Like, when I'm editing the Very graphics at the end of the episode, uh, he's, the, he's the only one that, like, has been there back to back. Yeah. So, who else? Um, no, Rushmore. Greatest. Okay. I feel like my list sounds very typical. Davido. I have to explain because... I just feel like Davido has been able to stay on it's top. Lies, He's been able to it's stay, and I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking just music. I'm talking. <laughs> you're saying Davido so because he posted you. Just say the truth. It's because he posted no, you. No, 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 you're saying no. it's just vibes. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me tell you the honest truth. I just think that okay. he's been able to like put himself up there, like marketing wise. And although he's mm-hmm. not the greatest singer, like nowadays music is not a really, it's not all about singing. It's like about how you market yourself, it's about how you relate to people. And like, I just feel like he's mastered the art of that. And okay, yeah, well, if you do, the sky's the limit for him. Okay, I wish, um, what's his name? Nice reposted you. I know nice to be on this list if you reposted you. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, who okay. else? So who is your? Who else is there? Uh, I don't like this game. <laughs> it's not game. Like this is actually serious. I would put Olamide on there as well. Olamide, yeah, that's cool. Any reason why Olamide? Um, just because I know, like, he, when he first started, he was, like, it was, like, indigenous rap kind of thing. And he kind mm-hmm. of was one of the people that, like, was putting indigenous rap, like, on the map. But then now, he's also been able to just penetrate into just Afrobeats in general and there's just something about the way he does like he's been putting out so many projects like I don't think there's another artist that can put out that much music and be successful and Mm -hmm. like I think he has like an album every year I think just one year he didn't drop that's crazy yeah so I just feel like he has it he has it in the bag like he can yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just going based on who I think the sky's the limit for. Like, who can really do what they yeah. want to do right now. Okay. So, let's go. The <coughs> number four. Who would you put? Rema, Fireboy, Fela. Let me give you options so that you can think out. Fireboy, Fela, um, Femi Kuti, um, I don't know, just anyone. Two-Face, Tupac, sorry, not Tupac. P-Square, um, Nice, The Band, Don Jazzy. Nima, Niniola, 
Oh my god. See, yeah. I can't pick four. Okay, I mean, you know, you know the reason why I didn't, personal I four. didn't pick personal. I didn't pick Tiwa people Savage. like Stella. I didn't pick people like Femi Kuti because I just feel like they are the pioneers to begin with, and I can't put mm-hmm. them like on a list with people who are drawing inspiration. Like I'm just saying, like right now, you know. No, this is not right now. This is all time. All time. Okay, well then now I have to put I have to put Two Face there because for me okay. like he was one of the people who in my childhood made me love Afrobeats. Like I can remember. So are you knocking out anyone? Pardon? Else? Or are you knocking anyone else? I'm not from knocking. The list? I'm you... not knocking anybody. I just. So you're okay with so this is your list? Whiskey, Davido, I also, Olamide, but I Two-Face. also want to put Tiwa on the Mount Rushmore because she's done like mad things for okay, female Afrobeats artists. Okay, so then I'll take down Davido or Olamide or Whiskey or Two Face. Take your time. <laughs> hey. This is hilarious. Someone <laughs> give me this drum roll button. It's just funny. Okay. Two drum rolls. No answer. Should we go for another drum roll? No, 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 no. I don't need another drum roll. Okay. Not much more. This is not fair. This is actually not fair. There's too many. There's too many legendary people. Okay. And I. Okay. Just, adding, it's not us, that deep. I'm like this one, this one change anything. It's just, it's just vibes. Okay, I'll take yeah, down fine. um Two Face. Okay, he has a very special for... place in my heart, but I guess I'll just take him down now. So amongst the other three, Olamide, Davido, and Whiskey, Two Face has a special place in your heart, but he can't replace them. Do they all have special places in your heart aside from your DMs, like Davido? Okay, you just want me to take down Davido. No, I just want to just no. I to just make sure that you are sure of what you are selecting, you know, because you are giving reasons, and I'm trying to know which one outweighs which one, you know. I think the list is cool. Yeah. Let's just move on. Okay, let's make it half five. Let's put yeah. two face there. Two face. It's fine. I know how I would arrange it. It's fine. It's cool. That's good. So at the moment, yeah, aside from listening to your own music, um, is there any other Canadian Afrobeat artist that you're listening to? Um, yeah, I do listen to Tommy. You mentioned her before. Mm-hmm. Uh I list I really like Vulture. Oh, okay. Yes, cool. he doesn't he has two songs, but I think there's yeah, like a lot good. of like potential for him. Um, oh my god, it's just vibes. Are you making a song with him soon? Like, only him? Only him and you on the track? Vulture. Uh, we haven't worked on anything yet. Mm. But, is there, I is don't there see like anything that works? Yeah, Bolton, DM him. Let me do that. I'll slide, I'll slide in his DM. DM I'll slide in Bolton's DM. Yeah, leave the video alone <laughs> and DM Vulture. And get this thing out. Yeah, we need new, new music. <laughs> Okay. I really like okay, so AP to Dawn, do you know him? He's not No. He kind of like is a fusion of like 
more hip-hop rap r&b afro sometimes but i really like mm. his music oh, that's cool can you spell it out for 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 the listeners it's a p like letter a letter p duh like the duh dawn okay I said spell it out and you didn't spell anything. A P D A D O N. A P the Dawn. <laughs> he said da like da. I was like, wait, wait, da. da like da. How was the, what's the difference between da and da? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. Okay. Um, oh gosh, this okay, one. so who else? Bolu, oh my gosh, Omar. Uh, oh my gosh, the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. And then there's also Skilogy. Yeah. Yeah, Skilogy. Just cool. put out a new song that with Perizzi. That's really good. I think that's that's cool. How about all that boy? You listen to him. Uh, I haven't listened to his music before. Yeah, you should. You should check out. Uh, what's that song again? Uh, Ola Boy. Haba. Check okay. out Haba. You can check it out like now. I like it. But yeah. Uh, let me. Yeah, it's H A B A. So yeah, I think we should just round up here. Um, I don't want to keep you. Waiting, you had a long night. You told me that you went to work overnight, so you need to crash and rest. And I also have a long <laughs> day ahead. I have like two photo shoots, like they're already buzzing me and stuff. So yeah, let's oh, see how yeah, see how that goes. I don't know. So yeah, um, can you like plug us to your socials? Like, what's your Instagram handle, Twitter handle, YouTube, whatever, TikTok, like everything. Uh, so it's really easy. Um, truly Nima. Mm-hmm. on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. If you see me on TikTok with <laughs> doing some kind of challenges, mind your business. <laughs> but truly Nima on TikTok. Um, then Audio Mac and Nima Official and YouTube Nima Official as well. Yeah, that's cool, that's cool. You guys should, you know, spam her page, check it out, view everything, like it, watch it, subscribe, do everything. Just press all the buttons that you see. <laughs> just help us. <laughs> exactly, just help me. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys on the next episode.